financial derivatives what are derivatives you might have heard of financial jargon like futures and options calls puts etc if you have no clue what that is then this podcast is for you all these are a part of larger class of instruments called derivatives they trade on exchanges just like stocks albeit they have another purpose risk mitigation known as hedging in the world of finance notice the word derivative comes from the word derive derivatives derive their value from some underlying quantity the question is what is that quantity who decides the value let's understand this using examples and in the process we'll be covering multiple types of derivatives while listening to this podcast think about the origin of the name of derivative which will help you understand the concept better forwards and futures let's understand this one with a classic example imagine a scenario where there are two parties involved a farmer selling fruits and a juice producing company the farmer sells her fruits to the company but the price is not constant it keeps fluctuating every year when the weather is favorable supply is greater than demand driving the prices down this is beneficial to the company but not to the farmer if the weather is not favorable the supply is not sufficient to meet the demand which drives the prices up this is good for the farmer but bad for the company it's a risky bet for both if they could somehow know the prices in advance they could prepare themselves for the consequences no one likes uncertainty it turns out they can know the prices in advance well not know exactly but at least agree on a price the farmer and the company enter a contract next year the company will buy a fixed amount of fruit at a fixed price from the farmer irrespective of the market price of the fruit there you have it a deal has been made and there is no uncertainty whatsoever this isn't to say that this contract would be profitable for both even if the market price is lower than the agreed price exercise price or strike price the company is legally bound to honor the contract the same argument applies to the farmer the only common compensation is the removal of uncertainty this type of private contract done over the counter is called forwards futures are similar but have standardized terms and are traded on exchanges these contracts and other contracts too are only valid until a particular date known as the expiry date There are more subtle differences but the idea here is to understand a future contract's basic concept so i'll leave it at that you might remember reading that oil prices went sub zero last year well those were not oil prices that crossed zero but the price of a particular futures contract of oil that was being sold at prices below zero options what does it mean to have an option it means you have a choice not an obligation to do something Recall the farmer and the company from the previous example. Let's say that the farmer is not satisfied with the futures contract. She thinks that if the market price is higher than the agreed price, she will miss the opportunity of making extra profit. But she is not sure about the future market price. Let's bring in some numbers at this point. The company is confident that the cost of fruit next year will not go below $100 per unit. The farmer needs to sell it at or above $100 otherwise she will incur a loss. The company proposes a contract. 
it asks the farmer to pay $2 and in return it will give her the right but not the obligation to sell the company one unit of fruit at $100. The company does this to earn some extra cash because it strongly believes that the price will never sink below $100 and the farmer will never exercise her contract. The farmer agrees with this because she is not that sure about the future price. If the price does not go below $100, then she would simply not exercise her contract. It would cost her an extra $2 but remove the risk of incurring a loss. This type of contract is called a put contract. The company is the writer of the contract and the farmer is the buyer of the contract. $100 is the exercise price and $2 is the option premium. Here put refers to sell. Imagine the farmer putting the fruit in the company's warehouse. The farmer has the option, the right but not an obligation to put or sell fruit at $100. A call option is the opposite of a put option. It gives the option holder a right but not an obligation, this should make sense now, to call or buy, imagine the company calling the farmer's fruits at the exercise price. Initially, this can be confusing, but concentrate on the literal meaning of the words, option, call and put, and you'll see that it starts making sense. Financial weapons of mass destruction. There are more types of derivatives, but I'll leave them for another article. The above paragraphs explain the roles of derivatives in risk mitigation, but unfortunately, that is not the primary reason they are traded on exchanges. They are mainly used for speculation. A trader might not be concerned about the underlying quantity, fruit or oil or stock or index or whatever. Traders may write or buy options just because they speculate the underlying price to change in a favorable direction. It's like tossing a coin and saying, if tails, I win, if heads, you win. The difference in this case is that the price of commodities and stocks are not entirely random, but random enough to make this more like gambling. When you hear of someone trading, more often than not, they write or buy derivatives to earn quick cash. Indians are so obsessed with speculating that the volume of derivatives traded on NSE is higher than any other exchange in the world. The total value of the derivatives market is estimated to be around 1 quadrillion dollars. And most of this money is not real. This makes derivatives extremely risky. Experts argue derivatives are the reason markets are so volatile. In the words of billionaire investor Warren Buffett, Derivatives are financial weapons of mass destruction.